And now, the first of a handful of Christmas songs you're going to hear this December exclusively on Zero Doinks. This is the debut of Bear's Winter Hymnal. Enjoy. We were following the we, we're 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 following the pack, they're ugly green and gold, the shards of bears tied round twelve throat, we slap his empty head and pound it in the snow. Twelve turns round and there he goes. Tell Michael's he will call and turn a bear's lead into a green bay wind yet another time. highlights make me very sad but thank you to coach Cuse for putting together that beautiful song with both myself and my daughter welcome to the show zero doinks coming up on this episode of zero doinks oh my god yet another loss five in a row for the beloved bears this time in front of a national audience sunday night against the hated Packers. That was terrible. Everything's terrible. 
but I hope you had a great Thanksgiving. It's December already. We are going to talk all about, not really, the Lions game coming up this weekend. We'll talk gambling lines for it, though, for sure. Rick Fieldsman will pop in and be weird because that's what he does, and Dan will give his teasers of the week. There's Fantasy Corner. Yeah, we'll give you all sorts of advice there, too. Big Ten Minute. Yeah, things are going great in the Big Ten. No COVID there. But I think the highlight of today's episode is going to be fans and eggs in Ireland, Dublin specifically. Step one of a two-step Irish egg combination in the month of December. Zerdox. Zero doinks. 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 Oh, zero doinks. Welcome back. I'm talking real quiet because I'm sitting in my office. Yeah, we're doing this in an office atmosphere. That's kind of weird. There are people next door. You're going to hear later that there was a gentleman staring at me through my windows in my office. So, uh, yeah, enjoy, I guess. Bill, you look great. You may be sitting in the same building, but in a different office. How are you, buddy? Oh, I am doing great. We... We've got an exciting fans and eggs coming up both this week and next week. We got Darren in Dublin, Ireland, whoa, across the pond this week. And then we got Anthony also in Ireland, but in Cork next week. So hang on to your tits, everybody. It's gonna be it's wait, gonna be amazing. Wait, you're telling me Darren wasn't from Dublin, Ohio? I thought he mm. was this the whole time. I thought we were talking to a gentleman from Dublin, Ohio. Home of Callahan yeah. Auto Parts. Nope. That's not Our, Dublin. No, Where's Callahan Auto Parts? Sandusky. Sandusky. Thank you very much. Thank indeed, you. Indeed. So, uh, so Bears. Absolute embarrassment on Sunday night. Yeah. In Speaking Green of Sandusky, we, we all got Sandusky to buy the Bears, didn't we, Bill? Sorry to, sorry to trip no. all over you there. No, you're good. It uh, just like we did as a football team in front of a national audience. Um, the song that preempted no the song that you heard at the beginning dan has not heard it yet but uh i alluded to l michaels i was surprised that l michaels was not in the booth it was mike tarico and tony dungy that threw me off a little bit what do you think chris collinsworth was doing with his giant adam's apple on sunday night i think i saw today they were waiting for the ravens game Mm. for some reason is that right would there be a reason they would be Oh, the NBC was probably carrying that Thursday, what would have been the Thursday night game. So maybe he was in a holding pattern. I don't know. I don't care. But I think that had something to do with it. But we got Exco for Tony Dungy instead, huh? We did. We did. You know what? And if Virginia McCaskey can make the trip to Green Bay, so can Al and Chris. Come on, you can double down. You're just sitting around waiting for the COVID to subside. But that's apparently not really happening with Baltimore and Pittsburgh. But I digress. Um... Are the Bears going to win a game the rest of this year, Dan? They're five and nope. six now. They've dropped five in a row, or four nope. in a row, rather. Uh, five in a row. I'm confi- I can't remember how big the losing streak is. That's how shitty it is. It's been five in a row. Are they going to win a game? They probably will win a, maybe one or two more just to hurt our draft status. We'll, miss, we'll be just on the outside of teams uh, who picked up all of the good quarterbacks. So, yeah, I could see that happening. I could mm-hmm. see that happening. But 
I don't know what to do at this point. I don't want to root against the Bears, but it's not really to our benefit to keep winning. I mean, here's the thing. We should at least lose these games with a little bit of respect, which is not what we did on Sunday night. And it is trending in the wrong direction for Matt Nagy and the Bears this week anyway. So I think this could get real ugly. This could get real ugly these last. What do we have? What do we have? Five games left? Five not left. A big, not a big math guy. Not a big math guy. Yeah, we have five left uh, against Detroit, Houston, Minnesota, Jacksonville, and Green Bay. I have the Bears going one and four in those games. And the only issue I was looking at the draft order, like, even if that happens, they probably, they're at like number 14 right now. They probably only move up a couple spots. There's just a whole lot of bad that they'd have to leap. And it's, that's hard. Like, I don't see the Broncos like closing out the season real strong ahead of, you know what I mean? There's just like, there's not a lot of room for them to grow in either direction. Ooh, in either direction. Ah, but you're right. The most importantly, thinking of Matt Nagy, is he, we've been complimenting him on his leadership skills despite mediocre offense. Are those going away? Is yeah. the team quitting on him? They might be, huh? I think it's pretty clear that they are, and him kind of bust-tossing the defense after really a, a terrible perf- performance by them. But it seems pretty clear that they've quit. Like, they're making business decisions as it pertains to how they want to tackle fellas out there. They don't want to hurt themselves. And just to kind of ignore the fact that the defense clearly just goes as Akeem Hicks does and him not being there. This was the problem last year. It was again this week. They clearly gave up, but I don't blame them. They got to be frustrated. They're carrying the load for this team all year. And, you know, just before we jumped on here, I noticed there was someone who put together a bunch of the likes from all of the Bears wide receivers of of fans telling them to go to other teams. I don't know if you caught that. It was uh, Wims, Anthony Miller, A-Rob, obviously. And it was like, "Come come to New England, come to Green Bay. Uh, another was sitting there all liking these posts like that's such a bad look they know what they're doing so Nagy's clearly lost the locker room that was his last draw so really no reason to to keep him around at this point I mean I, I guess I, I guess it doesn't matter I, I I would like to see somebody be fired and I have an idea of who that should be first but Nagy who cares at this point I mean he's probably helping us lose so if we want to just completely bottom out at the end of the year here, he's probably our best route to do it. That's true. And you, ooh, you, and you tickled our tubas with a little, little tease there, Dan. Who do you think should go first? Who, who is on the chopping block more than Matt Nagy? I think the easiest one to do is pace, right? I mean, there's r- literally nothing he's doing right now, and it's pretty clear that he shouldn't be making any decisions moving forward. So firing him sends a signal that – things are a changing and it really should follow like the bulls model right that they you know fire the gm uh i know they don't want to fire ted phillips obviously he should be fired but do you do do god but do what you did if you're not going to fire him do what you did to paxson and move him into a role and make it very clear that he's making no football decisions that doesn't seem to be clear at all right he's hiring the people who are the, the committee who's hiring these GMs. So move Phillips out of that role. Do it now. Do it now. Say you're moving out and then get the wheels turning. Start talking to people behind the scenes saying like, hey, we need a new GM. 
We need a football operations. And I'm not making this up. I've, this has been all the talk on the radio as well. But then you don't have to fire Nagy right now. You bring that GM in and then you say, OK, you tell me what you want to do. We don't need to we don't need to rush into this. You tell me, who are we hiring? Or do you think we can work with Nagy? Do you think you can build this offense to what Nagy? And I, I don't want to see Nagy stick around, but if they hire a GM who it's his decision and it's not Ted Phillips and McCaskey's, uh, the McCaskey family were saying, we can't afford to fire uh, Nagy, then that's we're fucked. We're fucked if that's the case. So I think pace goes, move Ted Phillips somewhere else. That's a good start. I you know, um, I I think fans would very much enjoy all of that. My favorite comment on uh, uh, John Greenberg's athletic article, I think it was Sunday night right after the game, which was a scathing, a scathing article. I loved it. It was Gregory B. in the comment section. He said, when Ted Phillips is part of your ownership hierarchy, good night, Irene. He is as capable of being a, as, uh, no, what else he said? He's capable of being part of a football organization as much as Ozzie Guillen is of being quiet or Tony LaRusa turning down drinks. I thought that was great. Gregory, really you nailed it. And then Matt yeah. T in that same comment section, he reminded us all that under Ted Phillips, the Bears have won more playoff games than only Cincinnati. Miami, Detroit, Buffalo, Cleveland, and Washington. I mean, that's the company that the Bears have kept for 20 years. It's that's disgusting. Gross. They're that's a bottom quartile team overall in the last two decades. And I think you've been mentioning on Twitter, like they're a bottom three, bottom four team yeah. right now, easily. Right, right. And that's what I didn't understand going into the Packer game is like people who thought that <sighs> – that Mitch was going to change, like just completely change this team. There's so many problems with all of it. And there were, we were seeing the leaks and the defense to start and they weren't going to care. You know, we knew they weren't going to carry us all year, but our offensive line is horrendous. Like what? I don't know. I know as bears fans, like I drink the Kool-Aid as well, but that this week was not one that I saw it. So it wasn't hard, really hard for me to watch the game, to be honest with you, because I had such low expectations for, how we were going to perform that none of it shocked me. Mitch was, (laughs) Mitch was Mitch, but I'll, he should play the rest of the year. I know I said, I don't want to see him again, but with how awful our offensive line is, at least he can run a little bit. And just the, 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 the comedy factor of his terrible throws is worth it for me. Like Foles is just depressing. It's just depressing to see him out there. He's slow. He can't get away from anybody. His throws are not that fun. Like they're actually like well-thrown balls are just in the completely wrong spot. Whereas Mitch will throw. Did you, I was thinking of you when he, there was a play where Robinson was open across the middle, the slow-mo where the ball was so floppy. It was so wobbly. It was such a duck. And I'm like, I hope Bill, we, we haven't talked about it until now. I'm glad yep. that you saw it because I was like, "Oh yeah, that, yep. what, what what was that week two when I said like we, uh, it was it was I don't even was, remember, it, but it, 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 was, it was to Mooney in the corner, right? And I was, was I was being critical of how poorly thrown the ball was, and perfect and was example. Like, that's it. Like nothing's changed. Yeah. Literally nothing's changed. He's that terrible intercept. You know, the terrible interception and a triple coverage, and the other one was that in a double coverage. I, I don't even know, like, but it's just funny at this point, and just 
who cares? I, I definitely don't need to see Nick Foles again. There's literally no reason we need to see. I don't even want to see him on the sideline. I don't. I don't want to see his face ever again. So, well, hopefully that. Hopefully there's something that could be done with that. I know that Ira in South Carolina is still calling for Bray. Uh, I don't know, and we all want it to be slaughter time. Somebody on Twitter looks up slaughter things and sends them to like if somebody mentions slaughter, they get involved. So kudos to that person too for reaching out this week. That's great. Yeah. Is it, oh yeah. So what do you think? What do we what do we do at this point, Bill? What, no. do, what do we got? What do we have to look forward to? Um, nothing. I mean, it's it's tr- like there's nothing exciting about. It. You know, we get to it in hams of bread with the lions coming up without you know without Matt Patricia and his and his garbage bag outfits. So that's a little disappointing. Uh, you know, I, we get to watch Deshaun Watson probably kick our ass and get some revenge on. Ryan Pace, that might be fun, actually. It might be cathartic, right, in a couple mm-hmm. weeks. And so we got that going. But no, it's it's going to be five long weeks, I think, of, of watching this mess again. And I'm going to be looking for continual signs of, of uh, quitting and because that is a direct reflection on Matt Nagy. So I think that's going to determine if, he's, if he even has a shot with a new GM. It seems like fait accompli that Pace is gone. Just everybody's talking like it. So... And right. I think part of it is his contract, right? His last year of his contract. And, and do you trust him to draft the or sign or trade for the Bears next quarterback? Of course not. I mean, who could? So I'm looking forward to the offseason and seeing hopefully massive change. Ooh, massive. So we can get excited again because this sucks. There was, there was, you were talking about pace, you know, that he's definitely gone. There was some buzz last week from the media did Pompey or somebody in the media said that that he the McCaskies love him? He's very well ingrained into the McCaskey family. Mike Lombardi. Mike was Lombardi. it Lombardi? Yeah. Oh, that guy sucks. Yeah. But do you, is there a chance that the McCaskey family were putting out? I don't think they're this smart, but do you think they were putting that out there to you know take the temperature on whether they even had an option to keep him to see the outrage that that. Uh, that we saw of like yeah don't fucking do that you think that's possible it's i think it's possible i think uh and i think it's possible that it was actually true at the time that people would have thought a few weeks ago that that he was safe but i don't see how like because i think i responded to something like we'll see like there's a pff guy that seemed very disappointed that that was what was going to happen it's like it's too early like we've seen bears teams completely collapse before this is classic bears are collapsing and you i don't think they're gonna have a choice like because then you're gonna have to extend pace's contract are they really gonna i i don't see them doing that i just I, i just don't even even if they may be inept they're not that stupid like they're not they're not a good football family but they're not that stupid they're not going to do that yeah i i don't see any way that they could keep him it's and it it can't be a money thing like it can't i can't hear that this is you know i'm i'm hearing you hear with the cubs that they have they can't make all these changes cuz they're broke you know the ricketts family's broke and i feel like the mccaskies are going to go down the same route of well we can't you know we can't overhaul all of this because of the pandemic, it's like if you can't afford to own this fucking team, then then sell them, get rid of them, yeah. because there's plenty of very wealthy billionaires, and I guess that <laughs> that's redundant, wealthy billionaires. But you know, I think 
it's it's not fair to like keep raising ticket prices over all these years when you've had really shit shit teams and then all of a sudden you're like oh whoops we're out of money now like that's not true you don't even own your own goddamn stadium so right. it's I, that's something i know is coming it's that's another thing the mccaskies will probably put the, mm-hmm. out there in the media oh, virginia see me in my chapel but I, I don't I'm already saying that I don't want to hear it. I, it's yeah. it's not going to resonate with me at all. And I, I know it won't resonate with most people. No. And I think Jerry Reinsdorf, of all people, has proven that to be possible to be able to actually spend money during a pandemic, redoing right. the, the Bulls front office and even firing Ricky Renteria and making a horrible, horrible hire. But but he still spent a lot of money. <laughs> he's he's spending money. So if, if Jerry Reinsdorf's yeah. willing to open his purse strings, the Bears are too. Come on. What what kind of purse do you think Jerry would carry? Mm, I see him, you know what? Probably something covered in goat skin. Yeah, That's probably was, a popular thing, right? I think along the same lines. I was picturing like a like a goof bag. You'd get it like Spencer Gifts that looks like an actual nutsack. Like a few, like a few, few curly hairs hanging off of it. He just, he just giggles every time he has to get it out to give Tony Larusa his weekly check. Yeah, well, yeah, that's that would not be that would not make me feel good if I were him. But what I would, I would absolutely, I'd look at that purse straight in the eyes and I'd say, <laughs> "That's what I would do." Hubba, 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 hubba. <laughs> it would be great. I think this is a good segue to uh, talk about some Cornish hens, don't you? The yes. uh, the the fan, enough talking about the bears. The whoa, fans whoa, whoa, and well, well, can go we, ahead. We... Yeah, yeah, good. Let's talk about real Cornish hens for a second. Did you have okay. any for Thanksgiving? No, I uh, I don't believe in it. I don't think they should be shot. We talked about them at the at the Thanksgiving table, though. We did. We talked about Cornish hens. Um, you know, eh, no, there's there's let them free, let them in the woods. They're classy. They wear tuxes, bow ties, top hats. You've heard it here first. You've heard it all year long. Season two of Zero Doinks. You've heard it all night, all day. I love Cornish hens. Put your guns away and don't shoot me. Don't shoot. That was going to be my follow up. Did you do the voice at the dinner table? With I did the not, but I. I did not. Uh, I had to restrain myself because we're talking about roosters, chickens, all sorts of poultry. And like ostrich. in my head, yeah, not as shockingly, not ostrich, but I was thinking um, like the word cock like was just on the top of my Like I want to yell out cock. Let's talk about cocks. And I'm like, no, my kids are here. My niece and nephew are here. Like, don't do it, Bill. Don't do it. You've had some afternoon wine. We all understand this. Don't yell out cocks. And I didn't. I didn't do it. Okay, good. Good on you. Let's do, yeah, let's do golden cock time then. All this okay. cock talk's got me going. It's got you a bit randy. So uh, welcome to the WhatsApp chat, John, in Milwaukee. I know you've, now you're, you've, uh, you've seen behind the curtain. Now you're part of the vote. So it seemed overwhelmingly that the Fans and Eggs correspondents want David Montgomery to receive the Cornish Hen Player of the Week courtesy of Zero Doinks, sponsored by Zero Doinks. Dan, what do you think? Are you, are you jumping on the Monty train or are you going elsewhere? Monty. I think Monty deserves it. It feels like it did. Didn't it kind of feel like he was the only one that didn't quit on Sunday night that yeah. he was still running hard. Ooh. And, uh, what was that run? 57 yards. That, yeah. that was pretty beautiful. Sweet. Uh, no, I think it's got to go to Monty. He, 
he looked pretty awesome. That was that was encouraging. That was yeah. encouraging. So yeah, congrats, Monty. He was dragging Packers across the first down line. It was it was great to see. Congrats to you, Monty. Uh, Phil versus Frank. They both sent pictures of their Thanksgiving Cornish hens to the WhatsApp feed. Pick a pick your favorite there. Do you remember? Yeah, I do. Uh, do I have to? They both looked delicious. I will go with. Uh, sorry, Phil. I'll probably go with Frank because I believe he implemented cans of hams mm. uh, in his hen to ass play. So, uh, yeah, it's Hams is a sponsor, so we'll we'll lean that way. Do you have a pick? Um, well, I'd pick neither because you know, put your guns away, guys. But if I had to pick, I'd go Frank also, but not for that reason because Phil. Phil, your hands look just way too wet. <laughs> that was <laughs> it was ill timed. Yeah, very ill timed. Bit of a <laughs> bit of bit of it. It had an office interruption, but that's um, right. That's yeah. right. Yeah, but that's yeah. what I would say. That's what I would say. It's what I would go with. I'm sticking with it. Frank, your hands cook my goose any day of the week. Congratulations, Frank. Congrats, Frank. Congrats. Well, uh, that was a terrible game, and I'm sure the rest of the season will be terrible, but I hope people keep listening, Bill. Yeah, we're we're still going to keep it weird. Keep coming back to Zero Doinks. See you next segment for some hams and bread with a little bit of hams and spreads. Hashtag, where's ice cream? Where's ice cream, guys? When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hams and bread, hams and bread, hams and bread, hams and bread. Zero dykes! Yes, yes. Zero dykes! Yes. Go! Zero dykes! Push the ball, push the ball. Hams and bread. Go! Yes. Go! Kick it in! Hams and bread. Let's go! Welcome back, Zerdax. <laughs> How do you think Rick did this week? <laughs> this weekend? <laughs> I'll tell I think, you. Yeah, uh, yeah. Oh, let me guess. I think Rick went zero and three, and he somehow lost both of his big toes. <laughs> That's very possible. He'd have a matching eight and eight. I'm not great at math, um, Rick. Why don't you tell us how you did, Mr. Break You Even? Hi, this is Rick Fieldsman. Hams and spreads. Hams and spreads. Rick Fieldsman. Hams, 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 and hams and spreads. Rick Fieldsman. Hams and spreads. Hams and spreads. Rick Fieldsman. Hams and spreads. Our buddy Rick Fieldsman. Hams and spreads. Hams and spreads. Rick Fieldsman. Hams and spreads. Hams and spreads. Rick Fieldsman. Rick and spreads featuring me rick fieldsman 
Oh, doinkers, we are back off the hottest betting weekend in history. I gave you three of the hottest picks. We went one and one because one bet was voided. That's right. COVID attacked Baltimore, just like Omar in the wire. COVID is coming. Omar coming. And it was a sad sight because the Steelers were going to win. I'm past it. I'm past it. I'm over it. I'm over the Bears. The Bears are terrible. We, this was, they, they were the chosen ones. Mitch was the chosen one. They are a horrible football team. That's what it's come down to. It, nothing, nothing means anything anymore. That, that's it. Nothing means anything anymore. Except for these hot picks. I have three of the hottest picks this weekend. Oh my gosh. Get your funds ready. DraftKings was slapping all sorts of free monies last week. I hope you saved it because Rick's coming in with the hot picks. Here we go. Hampton Spreads, pick one. Oh, we are going all NFL because I am a huge NFL guy. We have three games. They're all at noon on Sunday. And here's the first one. We have the Cincinnati Bengals versus the Miami Dolphins. The Bengals are 11-point dogs. And Rick's got a little saying that he goes by. And if any team is ever double-digit dogs, you ride the dogs. We're going with the Bengals. They are a solid football team. They're going to be doing the icky shuffle up and down all over Joe, his name's not Joe Montana, all over that lefty sidearm slinging guy down in Miami, Ace Ventura. That's the Ace Ventura. So we're, that's, that's what we're going with. We're going for the Bengals over the Dolphins. I'm telling you all, oh, 1-0 at the noon game, 3-0 and oh after the noon games because we got three of them. Still, Dan Marino, here we go, pick two. Hams and spreads. Pick two. All right. We have, oh my God, this is the best bet the whole lineup. We have the Cleveland Browns versus the Tennessee Titans. I'm riding the dogs this weekend because the Browns are five and a half point dogs. The Browns are something like eight and three. Who would have thunk it? Oh, the Titans are terrible. Oh, the Bears almost beat them. The Browns are going to beat the Titans up and down the field. It's going to be the dog pound. Oh, go with the Browns plus five and a half. You take those points and we're going to be 2-0 going into the last game. Here we go. Hands and spreads, pick three. Printing bunnies, pick of the week. We do not have a sponsorship this week, but I'm looking. If you guys are offering sponsorships, hit me up at Rick Fieldsman on Instagram and the Twitters. Just do it. Slide into my dims. Here we go with this last pick. We have the Saints versus the Falcons. The Saints, Drew Brees and his ribs versus the Falcons and those flying birds. The Falcons are three-point dogs. They are going to take care of the Saints and 
Jameis Winston and that other guy, but the Falcons are coming out strong. Matty Ryan, he is throwing the ball all over the place. They are going, you take those points. Falcons are on a heater. They just beat some team by a lot. Love the Falcons, hate the Saints. And that's going to do it for this week. If anybody's out there, I just want to say I love you. You're welcome for the free funds. And as always, have a good one at the windows. And this has been the world's greatest and first segment within a segment, Hams and Spreads with Rick Fieldsman. Rick Fieldsman Fieldsman can make you a lot of money. Wow, what a surprise. Rick, 22-19-3 on the year with one no contest because Baltimore and Pittsburgh still haven't played as of this recording. One and one last weekend. Dan, anything catch your eye this weekend? What are the Bears at? Are we counting are we counting the Bills or sorry, Ravens Steelers for Rick this week? Only if nah. it works in his favor. <laughs> yeah, good call. Yeah. Uh, only okay. if it's positive. Actually did only he, if it's negative. Who did he have? I don't even remember. It's been so long. I I think ice cream picked the winner probably. Oh, I'm not sure. Okay. We don't do we have any ice cream updates or unsure at this point? Hmm. Unsure at this point, but I think our audience probably knows. Okay. All right. Glad I listened. Once again, I want to state that Bill and I are sitting in a very weird atmosphere right now. So if this sounds weird, we're recording it out of order. I'm, I apologize. I'm sorry. You're welcome. And thank you. I think that's what you say. Uh, there's a gentleman staring at me through a window right now. Okay. Uh, <laughs> all right. Bears are favored for the second time this year. In case you were wondering uh, just how shitty they are, that's Another thing you could put in your tick, tickler file. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Bears are Bears are given three right now. They I, at one point it was four and a half as of yesterday. I went ahead and jumped jumped on Lions plus four and a half because why the fuck not? Bears shouldn't be given four and a half to anybody. So Bears are minus three. Over under is forty five. Bears are five and six <laughs> against the spread. <laughs> Overs are <laughs> overs are four and seven for the Bears. Lions four and seven against the spread. Overs seven and four for the Lions. So that's neat. They like overs. Bill, what do you like? Well, I I don't like the fact that Matt Patricia is no longer on the other sideline, but I do like Lions plus three, three and a half, whatever it is at your local book. You three. mentioned it. Yeah, three. Okay. Uh I would I wouldn't just sprinkle on that money line. I would full-blown tinkle. <laughs> and then a bit of a hose stream right out of Uretha all over that money line. Take the Lions, guys. The Bears have quit. I'm sure we mentioned it last segment that we're going to record after this segment at some point. It's over. Lions are going to be they're going to be inspired with a new coach, I think. Lions win. Take the Lions. What's your favorite Euretha Franklin song? Um, I think, didn't she write something for New Kids on the Block back? No, that's not even close to true. Yep, yep, you're right. It was Can't Touch This. Oh, that was it. Yep. That was it. Um, oh, no, oh, no, that's the Cornish Hen song. Sorry. You oh, that's that. right. You wrote I that. Think, I think she wrote Happy Birthday. 
didn't she? Uh, yep, yep, yep. I, I, think that's I hate right. that song. I hate that song. Does that make me un-American? Happy birthday? Yeah, I hate it. Do you do the uh, ooh-la-la pizza in the cafeteria, that whole move that grade schoolers say? That's a big thing in our house. I'm not allowed to hang around children. Okay, well, that's problem because you have a couple. Uh, well, we don't need to spend much more time on this. Of course, I'm t- I already told you I'm taking the Lions. I took them at four and a half. I couldn't believe that uh, the Bears are favored against anybody. Bears are trash. They, they shouldn't be giving points to anyone. So, yep, take the Lions. Uh, open up your Aretha Franklin and throw it on the money line for the Lions. Just do it. You're right. Matt Petrakakaka being gone is should have bought them a couple more points. So, yeah, it is what it is. I got a few other games I like, Bill. Hit us. I like the Titans minus five and a half at home against the Cleveland Browns. The Browns? The Browns. That's like, I don't know, there's a John Wayne Gacy joke somewhere. (laughs) Yeah, blowing a, (laughs) yeah, yes. I like the Titans given five and a half at home against the Browns. Browns are frauds. They're they're they stink. I don't know. This is what they do, right? They beat up on shitty teams. They play someone decent, and then they suck. Uh, Baker Mayfield's probably going to completely fold in half. He hadn't thrown a touchdown in like three or four weeks up until last week. That was that's weird. a problem. Yeah, that's a problem. Uh, so take the Titans. I like the. Uh, I like the Niners plus two and a half at home against the Bills. I I don't know. I don't really have a good reason for that. Just take the Niners at home with the points. Oh, wait. Is that game not in San Fran? No, it's in Arizona, I bet. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, take it anyway. Who cares? Who cares? <laughs> Just live a little. All right. Uh, I, got a, I got a lot of teasers for you. A lot of teasers for you, Bill. Here we go. I like the Lions. Just go ahead and give yourself an extra 10 points. They're plus three, as I mentioned. You're going to get them at plus 10. Bengals are plus 11 at the Dolphins. You get them at plus 18. Do it. Dolphins stick. Bengals are awesome. I think Rick said that. Patriots, plus one at Chargers. Chargers, uh, they're going to fire their coach soon, right? They should. I like him, but I think he's bad at coaching. Yeah, he might be bad at coaching. Seems like a great guy. Uh, Really struggled with COVID, right? That was a hard knocks thing. Yeah, I feel bad for him. He's got yeah. a great-looking beard. Do you think you could blame his poor clock management on COVID? I think you can blame anything on it, to be honest. Okay. Except okay, for you between the sheets. You can't blame oh. it on, on a virus. <laughs> it shrunk my penis. What can I say? All right. Uh, so your Patriots plus one at Chargers. You get them at plus nine. Broncos plus 14. I'm pretty sure they're going to get at least one quarterback back, so... They're getting 14 on the road at Kansas City. I know that sounds dangerous, but just go ahead and get them at plus 21. Three touchdowns. Divisional game. Why not? It might be close. Who cares? Just take the Broncos. And then one more, uh, only if the line moves a bit. Arizona's currently plus two and a half at home against the Rams. Uh, You can get them at plus nine and a half, but if that line moves to Arizona plus three, go ahead and grab them at 10, Bill. That would be a five-team teaser. I don't know what that pays out. I probably wouldn't do it. I wouldn't do it. Just break them up a little bit. Break you off a piece of that teaser bar. I just did it, so I'll tell you how much it's worth. I'm putting all of my monies on it, too. That's how confident I am in your picks, Dan. If you could do... Just tease all of Rick's picks, too. 
that's going to be weird if he does like a soccer one. Clearly, I haven't listened to it. I mean, that's that, that's obvious every week, right? Very. Okay. But what's also obvious is what a great, sharp both of you are. And I appreciate all the work that you put in on another hams and bread with a little bit of hams and spreads in the middle. Thanks, buddy. Tease him, tease him, tease him. Do you have a bear that you fantasize about every Sunday? So do we. It's... Bears Fantasy Corner. Zero doinks. Zero doinks. Zero doinks. Bears Fantasy Corner. Is there a bear that you fantasize about? No, absolutely there's not. That's my answer. But Dan, that's not how we play this game. What happened last week, bud? What are the standings, Grease Tank? Yeah, there's no bears we fantasize about in real life, right? Who would be the the bear that you would fantasize about the most? Willie Galt. Willie Galt, yeah. I like Mooney. I feel like Mooney is awesome. I like that guy. I don't know. Who gives a fuck? This team sucks. God damn it. All right. Fantasy corner. I had Mitch, which was, uh, for fantasy purposes, okay, I guess. He had 26 points. You had Jimmy Graham. Jimmy Graham, 3.95 fantasy points. I don't remember him. I mean, did he catch one pass? Yeah, that seems like a lot. Yeah. That's, yeah. Maybe that's I wrote fine. that down wrong. Who gives a shit? I won. I won this week. You're up six and you're up six to five this yes. year. So yes. congratulations. Since you are up, give me your pick this week. All right, well, this is going to be guaranteed to give me a little bit of breathing room from you. You are breathing down my neck, hot and heavy, Dan. Hubba, hubba. Uh, This guy, this guy's versatile. He's young, probably handsome. He is Bears center Sam Mustafer. (laughs) And what he is going to do this week is catch a deflected Mitch pass, and he is going to catch it for positive yardage. He's going to, I'm going to guess, one catch, 0.85 fantasy points, which I don't care who you pick. That's going to be enough to give me a two-game spread. Ooh, spread them. Hams and spreads. You just heard that. Uh, Where's ice cream? Where's ice cream? I don't know. Probably locked up in a basement somewhere in East Chicago. Uh, I like that pick. That was, that came out of nowhere. I was not expecting it. I think that was a safe, safe pick. I'm going to go with a guy who is taking a lot of heat this week, catching a lot of flack, maybe chirping too much at the haters on Twitter for not performing, grabbing a, maybe a few extra balls that he could have. Ooh. This wide receiver is, of course, Ridley Ridley. I'm taking my man Ridley Ridley. Yes. He's going to have a breakout game because A-Rob is probably going to all the way quit this week. Maybe. I don't know. He's probably going to get hurt. Mitch is going to get him hurt at the very least. So I'm going to go with Ridley Ridley. We could end up in a 0-0 tie this week. Yeah, which benefits me. And we never quite set the stakes. I think we mention this every few weeks. Um, what's going to happen if, if one of us wins? <laughs> I have no idea, but it kind of, it dawned on me 
Well, I didn't mean to skirt around that. Do you have any ideas? No. No ideas. Not a, I'm not the ideas guy. You are. I, I think – I don't know this to be a fact, but it dawned on me this week that I was losing a little steam with Bears Fantasy Corner, and this is probably about the time we ended it last year when we officially murdered it and c- blew it up into a thousand pieces. Are you feeling that way? I'm no. Losing a little, no? No. Okay. I'm energized. I'm energized. The Sam Mustafer has really <laughs> lit a fire under my buns, and I think – I think I, I yeah I feel re-energized. I think there's going to be so many fantasy points to be had by the Bears' offense this week. A lot of opportunity for your daily fantasy teams out there, guys. If you're still investing in that, and if you are, hopefully it's only because you don't have your own sports books in your cities, states, states yeah. decide that. I haven't heard of anybody. I, I like feel like I've barely heard of daily fantasy. Do people still do that? I don't think so. Right? I don't know. Uh, Mark, Mark in North Carolina, let us know. You're a big fantasy guy. You're a fantasy guy. Good call. Good call. All right. Well, we got that ironed out. Let's do top performers of the week. Do you want to take a guess, Bill? Um, I think Tommy Lasorda was top three. Close. Jonathan Ogden was first. Uh, no, he's still he's still alive. Yeah, good for so. him. All right. Top performers this week. Tyreek Hill. Uh, apparently, Tampa Bay didn't want to cover him. Is that what I hear? He he had 48 fantasy points, uh, so I bet you can guess who is second. It is Patricia Mahomes, Matt Patricia Mahomes. He had 43 fantasy points, and only just to kick ourselves in the balls one more time, Deshaun Watson was third with 43 fantasy points as well. <laughs> just a touch under Patty Mahomes. Uh, so yeah, things are looking good for the Bears. So good. We had so Mitch. He had well, he had 26. What I say, 26 points. So. <laughs> It's right there. It's right, right there with there. the top performers. Yes. So yes. we didn't blow that at all. Did not blow that at all. Ryan Pace, great job. All right. Taysom Hill, Trash Performers of the Week, presented by Glad. Once again, thank you, Glad, for throwing away all of my Thanksgiving meats. extras. Meats. <laughs> bones. I was going to say bones. <laughs> carcass. Thanks for throwing away our carcass. Thanks, Glad. Okay. And that was a turkey carcass, just to, spe- just to <laughs> specify on what carcass I'm throwing out. I'm not John Wayne Gacy here, so. Clon, clon, clon. The blounds. Oh, you may hear that later. <laughs> I don't or know. you we're, just did. I don't know. We're, we're recording this <laughs> so out of order. I'm so confused. This is weird. I'm getting stared at again. Okay. Uh, worst performer this week, I think it's pretty obvious. It's that wide receiver slash quarterback that Denver had this week. Uh, that was weird, right? Denver yes. with came, coming in with no quarterbacks. Did I see that they tried to get a, the quarterback coach on the roster? Did you see yes, that? I did. I mean, I love that they tried it. Why not? I don't even know who the guy was. He played quarterback at like Central florida maybe uh but just the idea that they're like let's just throw a coach out there i mean at what point do you think elway considered it oh he uh i'm surprised yeah i don't know i wasn't listening (laughs) (laughs) this is going great phil all right let's just get to the worst performance so the uh the practice team wide receiver for Denver who played quarterback. He had negative 4.53 points this week. Great job, Krendel. Kendall Hinton. 
Uh, we'll never see you again. Patrick Laird was next. He, running back for Miami had minus 1.1 points. Good job on you. Harrison Bryant, tight end for the Cleveland Blounds. He had negative 0.45 points. Good for you. And the last negative player, Jamal Agnew, wide receiver for Detroit. He had a fumble, I guess. So good for him. I don't know who that who I don't know who that is. I hope he does it again this week against our Bears. Um, um okay. Who else we got? Oh, Taysom Hill. Taysom Hill. 18 points this week. Who cares? He did it against the Broncos, who were playing a practice team wide receiver. He once again had zero touchdowns this week. So he had as many touchdowns as you, me, and the practice team wide receiver. He did have an interception, though, so that was cool. 78 passing yards, 44 rushing yards. Ooh, good for you, Taysom Hill. He had two touchdowns, so that's why he had 18 fantasy points. He still sucks. You can't tell me otherwise. Who gives a shit? Stay out of my DMs. He sucks. He has yet to throw a touchdown pass. Grow up. This has been Bears Fantasy Corner. Soak in that clown, Taysom. See you next segment. Weirdest Big Ten Minute, and I love it so much. <laughs> Big Ten Minute. A bunch of fat, pale Midwesterners just roaming around Pasadena. You love the Illini, and I have a life. I bleed orange and blue. Gophers, minus three is my pick. I respect your love for the Illini. Shove it, shove it, shove it. Row, 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 shove, shove, shove. I'm like pretty much the only gopher fan that people know welcome back zero dogs it's the big 10 minutes <laughs> and dan and i are absolutely in a weird setting today and it is great this is not the first segment you're hearing but it might be the first segment we're recording spoiler alert dan how'd the gophers do this weekend bud oh my gosh well the football team did not lose which was great uh they're not gonna lose this weekend either i can guarantee it uh yeah this is this is weird going back to this we're sitting in the same building different room so we'll just leave it at that let your imagination run everybody uh, go for football. Yeah, go for football's not uh, not happening anymore. They may have one more game, and that's not until next Saturday, the 12th. At Nebraska will be their last game if they stop getting COVID, but who cares? Who cares? Uh, what's going on with the Illini football, Bill? Yeah, uh, they also went undefeated this weekend. They got <laughs> An awesome no contest against Ohio State, who are obviously ducking the game. Ohio State was afraid that they would not cover the 28 and a half, and they decided not to come to Champaign because their coach, and I assume a lot of others, got the COVID. Uh, but I'm sure that they're going to play this weekend because they want to qualify for the Big Ten championship game. They're going to figure this out. There's no doubt. Ohio State, grow up, Okay. Don't be afraid of Illinois, but I understand why you'd be afraid of Brandon and all of his Peters swinging at you. I get that. I do. Um, they are supposed to play Iowa this weekend, Illinois is. I think that game's on. I haven't heard any COVID issues in Iowa City. Tim, correct me if I'm wrong, bud. But, uh, yeah, I'm sure we'll beat yeah. the Hawkeyes. Is there a line on the game? I don't even know. There is. I just idea? looked it up. Yeah, they're uh, Illini are at home Saturday, 2.30 game. What do we call that? The mid boner? The mid boner? Uh, Illini are getting 13 and a half. Mm. Oh, I would take those points. Just take them, put them in your sack, 
run all over Green Street with them and just pow 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 pow. That is a money making opportunity for you out there, Joe Public. Uh, take the Illini. Maybe even sprinkle a little bit on the money line. Things could get hot. Oh, yeah. Oh. oh. You, you like don't the, give. You like yeah. the well-rested Illini. I like I that. Do. I like that, Bill. I, I do. love it. Oh, you let Lovey prepare for two weeks for Iowa? Yeah, Game over. You can't do that. You can't do it. Game over. Game over. Uh, speaking of game over. Our basketball teams are red hot. Yes. Both of them. Why don't why don't I run through the Gophers? Because clearly they're the superior team. Uh, and I as we all know, I'm very well tapped into Gopher basketball. Gophers are three and oh. Oh, three and oh. They've beaten uh these amazing blue bloods. What do we call Blue Bloods, yeah. is that right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, Wisconsin Green Bay, and they beat Loyola Marymount twice. Good job scheduling. Twice? the same team twice in the same week uh they did win monday night uh which is uh well well was last night but you're probably listening to this on wednesday okay they only won by three led by redshirt junior marcus carr obviously i know who that is and he he really did well um so he's been great i'm obviously such a big fan such a big fan bill that i'd like to see more playing time out of Senior 5'10 guard Hunt Conroy, who everybody knows is the son of assistant coach Ed Conroy. I'd love to see him get more playing time, especially early in the season here, because we're going to need him late. Because uh, obviously we know he was a star coming out of Jesuit High School in New Orleans, where he was a three-year letter winner in basketball, Bill. You knew that, right? Uh, oh, yeah. Where he helped lead that powerhouse team to a record of 42-42. and 42. So just Ooh. even Steven there. Uh, Gophers upcoming. They play North Dakota on Friday. They just continue running through the Blue Bloods here. Uh, and then they play next Tuesday night, Boston College in the ACC yes. Big Ten Challenge. I don't know if I corrected that. I feel like I incorrectly predicted Wake Forest. No, Boston College. <laughs> That's all I got, Bill. Clearly, I'm very well tapped in. Oh, and they are going to be ready to roll when Big Ten season comes around and they open in Champaign against the Illini in a couple weeks. They are going to be well tested from Loyola Marymount. Well, uh, yeah, what, what do you, let's do a prediction now. What do you think that line's going to be? Mm, I think it's going to be Illinois minus nine and a half. Oh, I was going to say 10, so we're, we're on the money. Yeah, nice. I like that. I like we'll, uh, we'll put that in our tickler file and see if we remember it. Oh, Oh, I hope you're tickling my taint right now, Illini Hoops, because you are. Spoiler alert, you're in the top five in the AP. (laughs) You are. (laughs) You're playing a neutral site game tomorrow night, Wednesday night, in Indianapolis against the number two Baylor Bears. You're playing Scott Drew and all of his covid and you will beat up the bears just like everybody in the nfl is uh that's exciting Illini are also three and oh they played three blue bloods including north carolina at&t chicago state and ohio ohio gave them a run for their money and ohio whoa uh put them put those guys in your tickler file for an ncaa run if they win the mac they got some guys they got some dudes but anywho uh first time illinois has been in the top five since 
their runner-up season of 2005. So that's exciting. If they beat Baylor tomorrow night, and if Baylor beats number one Gonzaga this weekend, there's a chance Illinois could bump up to the top two, maybe even one. Why not? Oh, I like it. I like the enthusiasm. Gonzaga looks pretty awesome. Oh, they look amazing. Gonzaga looks loaded for bear bears. 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 Uh, well, you know what? I think we got two Final Four teams here between the Gophers and the Illini. That's that's what I know, Dan. Uh, there's no doubt in my mind. I mean, you you beat Loyola Marymount twice in one week. I don't think it's – you're definitely going all the way. There's no doubt in my mind. I Prove me otherwise. Prove me otherwise. You can't. You cannot. I can't do it. I don't want to. Uh, rest in peace, Hank Gathers, Loyola Marymount. And uh, great 30 for 30 on that with he and Bo Kimball. Um, the guy that I loved most I saw in Sports Center was one of the Loyola Marymount players. Did you see mm. a picture of this guy or video of this guy? Unbelievable. Big Australian fella looks, he looks amazing. He doesn't look real. Right? He just does not look real. He looks like, like an alternate world, uh, Frank, Grease Tank Frank, mm. right? Yes, I could, to- I could totally see that. Yeah, Frank, if you haven't seen this guy, get a load of him. I-, I saw on Twitter somebody said it looks like a guy, like a create a player guy. That you oh, would- yeah. great call. Great <laughs> yeah, call. it is. The mullet on that guy is incredible. I think he had a mustache. Kind of looked like a combination of Andrew WK and Frank, actually. So I love it a lot. And I'm, I'm proud of the his- Gophers. I'm looking up his name just to get it all straight here. Yeah, let's uh... give him proper credit. Oh no! Um, hold on. Bear with me. Bears. Bears. Bears with me. Bears with me. Oh God, bears! I can't. Oh God. I hate. I just. I'm just gonna say it. I hate Baylor because they're the Bears. Yeah. Yeah. That's totally justifiable. And I, Dan's still scrolling through his Twitter feed, and he's struggling. I can't, I can't find it. I'm just. I'm frustrated with the Bears again. So I'm. I'm not even it's gonna fine. look it up. Just you know, Google it. Just Google it. Look at a Google roster it, for once in your life. Loyola Marymount, it's a blue blood team. Gophers beat them twice, only by three on Monday, going all the way. This has been the Big Ten Minutes. See you next segment. Row, row, row. COVID, COVID. Well, the pen is dry, but my hands are soaking wet. You know a good lie has got some fans and eggs in it. I've waited my whole life for a chance to hear segment with their fans while I suck on my beer from Topeka to Maine from Tokyo to Spain we all want you here we want you all here from New York to Fort Wayne by Greyhound or by train I guess I'll keep waiting waiting for fans and eggs Welcome to Fans and Eggs, our fan segment where we like to dish up a delicious plate of conversation. We are going across the pond for the second time here. We are going to Ireland, the Emerald Isle, I believe it's called. We are with Darren in Dublin. Darren, you look amazing. How you doing tonight? How you doing, guys? It's, uh, I feel amazing. I won't lie to you. I do feel great. You guys also look fantastic. I mean, it's amazing when you listen to people. On a podcast, what you think they look like is completely different to what they actually look like. So it's it's great to finally be able to put a face to them voices. It's true. Yeah, I'm sure you're saying we we have faces that are only fit for podcasts, right? 
was it a face for radio well, at that time? I'm too polite to say that out loud. But yeah, maybe. <laughs> That's fair. We know it. We have mirrors. We have mirrors here in America. We do. And we're not quite as rubbery as our avatar suggests. So um, thanks, I guess. <laughs> Although I do believe that well, you do like wearing your boxer shorts particularly high, which is kind of strange in its own way. It's it's very true. You gotta gotta keep those keep those nips a little bit. It's, I won't lie to you. It sent me on a weird, like Google search of boxers with suspenders and some weird. I went in a weird place after that podcast. I won't <laughs> lie to you. I, just, I I'd rather not go there again. But it was uh, it was informative. The the revelation of the Little Caesars uh, pizza mascot with his the, what looked like boxers pulled up above his nipples blew my mind and that is exactly Bill. So if you're listening to this and you've never seen Bill in person, just look at the Little Caesars logo. There you have it. That's it. Uh, Dan, have you ever been to Ireland and or Dublin? I have. I have. I I took a trip there. 96 or so I was in high school we took a trip as a family my uh family is all Irish American so we took there was like 50 of us and we went to see Notre Dame play in Dublin and then took one of those like typical like touristy bus trips all around the country and you know I'm sure all of the locals laughed at us the entire way while we just got super drunk and uh Made well, it's good to get like I actually I was supposed to go to see Notre Dame in August this year in uh, in Dublin. They were supposed to come over here for the Celtic Bowl and uh, unfortunately COVID put an end to that. Uh, but hopefully we'll get to see a football game next year. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, why yeah, and I are actually coming to Ireland next year against Nebraska. Why Ireland oh. would ever want that to happen, I'm not sure. But I'm in. That's yeah, why not? I mean, I said we've. I think we we had a choice to refund our tickets or move it to next year. So we just said move it to next year. So it doesn't matter. I'm going to be probably absolutely shit faced by kickoff. So it's, it doesn't really matter who's on the field. Johnson, Jim, but be, uh, nice. I have three kids. When I get a chance to get a green light to go out, with the lads, it never never ends well. So I love it. Yeah. What's your What's your favorite beer to uh, to get shit faced with? Ooh, yes. Uh, well. I just at the moment I kind of drink anything really, but uh, it's a blarger over here called Huffy. It's actually a, a Dutch beer, but I used to be Guinness, but I found out a couple of years ago I'm a celiac, so I can't have wheat, which is a pain in the bollocks altogether. So I have to drink Huffy or cider. But I was close to going off a ledge until I realised that whiskey was still okay for me to drink. So a whiskey would be my tipple of choice. So more than anything. And you drink the beer at not not ice cold, right? Am I way off base there? Um, depends on the beer. Uh, if it's lager, it's better with ice cold. If it's kind of stout, it's better warm. Mm-hmm. Not not warm, warm, but like not freezing cold. So, what? Um, you know, no, have you ever had a Hams beer? I haven't, and actually, I have have Googled them, so they might be trying to figure out why someone from Ireland is looking at their website, but I have Googled them to, to look at them and stuff like that, but it, it's not available over here. It'd be nice to taste it, though. I won't lie to you. It would be good to have, but it's uh, it's not available over here, unfortunately. Might be a little weedy, though. Don't want to make you sick. Yeah, well, I did. Well, I, think I don't mind. It's it's worth taking one just for the, just to try it. But it, I was 
listened to one of your earlier interviews and where you said it tastes a bit like was it motor oil. So I mean, way to sell it. <laughs> well, we don't know. There's there's people out there that might be into motor oil. I mean, it's, it's yeah, let's 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 be honest. Hams is great. We love it. Yep. But they don't really start tasting delicious until you're down to like th- the, you have like three or four down. Am I way off base there, Bill? No, that's that's reasonable. It, you got to work your way in. It's good cold or warm because no matter how cold you can get it, it's still a little lukewarm. Yeah. We're selling it hard again. Thanks, Sam. Yeah, yeah. Thanks, Sam. Uh, as I said, it, it, when next time I'm over in the states, I'll definitely try and find it. Could be a stretch, but I'll definitely try and find it. When, when was the last time you were over this way? Uh, I was over, it's been a while now. Actually, was, the year I got married in 2009, I went over to New York for a weekend with a mate just to get drunk before I got married. Um, nothing happened in case my wife listens to this later on. It was, <laughs> it was, just, it was just a drink. It was lovely. Um, and then the, before that, I was in Chicago. I think it was 2004. I stayed in a beautiful hostel called the International Hostel that was up off oh, Lexington Avenue, I think it was, up around that area. And I drank in a bar called Halligan's Bar quite a lot. <laughs> I'm noticing a theme here, and I like it a lot. Darren enjoys a good pub and a good hostel. Yeah, it's, well, there is a, there's, there's a horrible cliche out there that says most Irish do enjoy a, a drink. I, I don't know where they get it from. It's definitely not from me anyway. <laughs> <laughs> it's a fallacy uh you mentioned that you listened to previous episodes so i'm hoping you listen to mike in the uk which leads me to my next question would you ever meet mike because it's a short swim for you to the isle of man would you be willing to take a dip in the in the what is it the dublin bay yeah it's dublin bay isle of man it'd be a especially this time of the year it'd be a pretty bloody cold swim um yeah i used to love swimming when i was younger i happily swim the isle of man yeah great place to go especially for the T- manx tt racing it'd be some weekend to go over for that i'd say that'd be good fun are there speedos involved like you know real, real oh well you know it's well it'd be definitely a wetsuit i'd say in this cold weather you'd be nearly <laughs> I, i'd be like a jules verne bloody diver going across the thing with the whole metal hat on and everything i mean, no water wouldn't come too close to my body it'd be so cold i'd say but yeah nice all a man sounds like a cool place to go to did you say this the, the tt race i feel like yeah. frank's brought this up is that does that happen at isle of man isle of man tt the manx tt it's a motorcycle race it's I think it still happens. I'm pretty sure it does. It used to be quite dangerous because it's uh, basically just they piss around really quick on motorbikes on small little roads. Is that so the only reason people? people yeah, is that the only reason people go to Isle of Man? I, we mentioned <laughs> we, we managed to mention Isle of Man pretty much every episode now, and that, yeah. well, I don't know if that says something about us, but I, I don't know if it's the only reason people go there. It's probably the only reason people know it exists. Know the Isle of Man exists is because of the race. So. So I wouldn't, I won't lie to you, I probably wouldn't know the Isle of Man for the race. So. Well, maybe it's... Sorry to apologize, I apologize <laughs> to Isle of Man listeners out there, but I'll tell you. Oh, I'm sure. All the, all the Bee Gees family yeah. that, that still lives there. <laughs> uh, Darren, and maybe this is a good segue, just up the way from you in Dublin, I think a little bit north, there's a town named Swords. Yes, that's where I work, actually. What happens there? What happens in Swords? Swords... I will, I'll tell you what, I sell TVs in sorts. That's, that's one thing that happens in sorts. Um, 
it's ah, it's just a small suburb of Dublin. There's not much. I know it has an amazing name. You get like there's a <laughs> there's a town in Donegal you should check out. It's called Muff. And it does have a very good diving club, which I found out recently and it made me laugh so much that the town of Muff has a diving club. Uh, I've always wanted to be a member of the Muff Diving Club, but then we'll see how that goes. But yeah. So there's some amazing names. That you, when you look through Ireland, it does have some really funny names, but not much happens in Swords. Swords will be kind of a wealthy enough suburb, I suppose. And, you know, just people at the moment, just feck all happening because of COVID, but just really shops and pubs and restaurants and nice houses. That's really it. No, that sounds amazing. It's funny. So yeah. my, I am also Irish American, like like Dan Doinks mm-hmm. over there, and my my family came from Donegal. So I'm. Oh, really? well, you, you're going to have to check out Muff the next time you're in Donegal. Anyway, <laughs> yes. I am going to get a shirt covered in Muff. I think. Yes. What we're all learning today. <laughs> I'm I'm desperately googling this Muff Diving Club, and I'm not I'm not fi- get, not finding too much success here. But there is a place called Tank and Skinnies in Muff. And I I couldn't be. Oh, there's a oh, it's a daycare. Maybe I shouldn't say that. Holly Bush Daycare and Muff. I they, I feel like these can't be real. These cannot be real. Well, Muff is. <laughs> Muff is very much real, yeah, yeah, for yeah. sure. That's great. <laughs> oh, so, Darren, how in the hell did you become a Bears fan? Um, well, again, you're going to hear this a lot, but it really was. I mean, I'm 42, so about 1985 was good. I was seven years old when the '85 Bears came around, and that's when I kind of started to watch uh, Channel Four here in Ireland. It's in the UK channel, but they used to broadcast over here, and it showed and it was really kind of, it was the fridge and it was Walter Payton. They were the two that just took me away. I remember I had a, I used to have a Walter Payton picture up on my uh, poster on my wall and my door. I used to love them and I used to love the fridge and it was just everything about it. And then the, the first Super Bowl I ever watched was the, you know, the 85 Bears hammering the uh, Patriots. And um, ever since then, I've just been bears nuts and there was a period i won't lie in in the mid 90s where i'm just like kind of you know college and things happened where (laughs) i I wouldn't remember a huge amount but yeah no like the 80s i was huge and then from the beginning of the noughties onwards again i kind of rekindled my love for the bears well we're sorry we're sorry that you grew up in an era that roped you in and now you have a, a full life of lifetime of misery with the bears I've, I almost feel guilty when I talk to folks overseas and they get roped in like this and they could pick their own team. Whereas yeah. Phil and myself, I was not given a choice. I was a Bears fan or I had to leave the house. So uh, I'm sorry on behalf of the McCaskey family. Well, I've, I was four, well, he was nearly five-year-old son. He's five next month. He's no choice whatsoever. He's a Bears fan whether he <laughs> likes it or not. So he, even though he could choose, but nope. If he decides anything else, it's not happening. Um, but yeah, no, it's like I said, we had the 2006. We had the Rex Grossman year. Come on. I mean, at least I've had that. Like, that's <laughs> something that's kept me going. You know, that got me through at least a minute of tears watching that. Started, that Super Bowl was amazing. I'll never forget it. The Hester taking the kickoff straight in. I leaped around the living room. I was screaming and shouting, so excited. And it went pretty badly from there now. I remember. Is it, do you have a, a local, like, Bears viewing spot? Have you found other Bears fans where you're at? Not really. I've t- I've two 
two my young two mates of mine they were like from when back in the eighties we lived we used to live in the same street and we kept in touch. They're both Forty ers fans, so we've kind of um, you know we we keep in touch with American football that way. You know, way we still watching so we'd still text every time we're in. We go away once a year. Um, we used to go to London over to a game. So I saw the Bears versus Tampa Bay a couple of years ago. And we used to we go to London, but we stopped about two years ago and just decided to go to a random European city for a weekend to get drunk. I love it. <laughs> and we just, we spend our, it's funny because we spend the entire time researching what bar we're going to spend a Sunday in. You know, so we literally, we went to Brussels a few years ago and you're kind of researching going, where's the best bar in Brussels to watch NFL and stuff like that. So it's a big part of our weekend away, but you know, having fun is also part of it. <laughs> well, you I said love it. You had a, uh, a Super Bowl drinking game that you play with yes. some buddies. Yeah, we do. Now, it, I won't lie to you. We're, we're, the, the last Super Bowl that we really go, hit it hard on it nearly killed us. And that was the <laughs> Patriots versus the Eagles. You know, because that was just a stupid Super Bowl. And so, well, it's things like you take a shot when there's, hang on, I have a little thing here. Sorry. It was a take a shot for a touchdown, a sack, a turnover, 30 yard gains, 15 yard plus penalties, missed field goals under 40, successful field goals over 40, two point attempts, Super Bowl records, concussion tents, Rocky reference. <laughs> concussion tents. <tense. laughs> Uh, a giant Super Bowl reference, 100-yard gains for non-QBs, 350 yards for QBs, non-QB throws a pass, and then things like that. And so that Super Bowl really killed us because literally everything happened in that Super Bowl. You had, like, the Philly special. Right. You had every time they, they got a chance, they were talking about Billy Rocky running up the steps in Philadelphia. You know, and there was a ridiculous amount of touch. And, and both QBs, uh, well, the wonderful Nick Foles and yeah. uh, Tom Brady, at 300 plus, yeah, we were absolutely hammered at the end of it. I remember yeah, you, like, guys were, like, you guys were trying to kill yourselves. I mean, that's actually, I'm, I'm kind of concerned. At the, I, well, my fa- well, my favorite a, was concussion tent, was, is, my, yeah. is my favorite. But you got to, like, if you're, you're a Bears fan, so you got to understand that most Sundays you try to drink yourself into oblivion. By the time you hit the fourth quarter, you don't remember very much of it. So true, so true. Especially when you, you're sitting up at four o'clock in the morning on a Sunday night going, what in the sweet lamb of Jesus? Are we doing still awake watching this? <laughs> you're you know, you got to go, oh, thank God for whiskey or else I don't know what I'd be doing now. So yeah, but it's um, it's a good fun. We, I'd say it's been a while since we did it because we hit it so hard that like the next year it's, uh, we'll just, we'll see how it goes and we'll, we'll do touchdowns <laughs> and that was it, you know. Yeah, you, you, Euros, man, I tell you what, you're incredibly dedicated to stay up that late to watch this pile of garbage this year in particular. At least I think the good news is next year the Bears should not really be in prime time, so you'll be able to you say that. But they love putting Green Bay and the Bears in prime time. They love it for some mad reason. You know, it hasn't been competitive and I don't know how long, so I don't know why they keep on doing it, but they, they do. Um, I presume obviously it probably has a very big audience in mean, Chicago, Green Bay, but it's just, oh. It's painful. It's painful. Yeah, like my, my, my Sunday tradition, my wife, when my, my wife before we got married, I just literally said to her, listen, just so you know, Sundays from about quarter to six till whenever, I'm pretty much, I'm clocked out. I'm done. Forget about me. I'll be sitting on a couch with beers. Just leave me alone. Just every now and again, bring me chips. Um, <laughs> so... And she knows that she's great. She knows it's only whatever three months of the year because let's face it, the Bears never make the playoffs, so it doesn't go past you know past that. So she's great like that, and um, 
but that's it. That's my tradition. And whenever I started a new job, like I started where I am now four years ago, the very first thing I do is going to say, I can't work Mondays. So um, <laughs> I, I have, I always have Mondays off because I work weekends because I'm in retail. So I always have Monday off so that if the Bears do play that late game, I can get drunk. Awesome. I well, love it. I can I set me up it. as well. I don't, I don't always, I'm still like an alcoholic. I'm not quite that bad, but I, still, <laughs> I can have a few drinks and enjoy it. <laughs> You're perfect for zero dunks, so don't apologize. Yes. That's awesome. Uh, Darren, what's, do you have, uh, a, is, is football, American football, your, your go-to sport, or do you have like a, a first love when it comes to yeah, another like, sport, like local team or sport? When I when I, st- I when I was younger, I always loved America. We used to play it in the road, but rugby would have been the sport that I played. I played rugby in school, so rugby would have been a sport that I've always had a huge love for. But really, since I stopped playing rugby, it's been between American football and soccer. It's kind of see, I call it soccer. By the way, yeah, I didn't call it football. So there you go. Football yeah, soccer. I was surprised <laughs> that got my ear. American football and soccer, and. Um, Sorry, my son's trying to come in now. And American football and soccer. And it was literally, um, it was great. And I love, I love both, but American football was always But I started to follow baseball in 04. So when I went over for that, I started to follow baseball as well. You're a Cubs guy, aren't you? I am a Cubs bring, guy. Bring oh, your, bring your son in. And maybe ice cream from Rick Fieldsman's long lost child. Yes. Well, no, this guy, he's, he's he came running upstairs. He just he's obviously trying to figure out where his dad's gone. But yeah, no, a Cubs fan. I, in, in 2004, I went over and it was pretty, I'm really sure it's 2004 because it was the it was the year that the Yankees went three up on the Red Sox and the Red Sox came back and bet them with Big Poppy hitting the walk off home runs. Yeah, and we were, as I said, we, I spent a lot of time in Halligan's Bar watching them. But it was then, and I kind of fell in love with baseball then. I'd never really seen baseball. I'd seen a lot of American football, but baseball really was much harder to see in Ireland. It was very, very late, the odd time. Now it's a lot easier to see. Um, and I, so I came back and said, who do I support? Who do I support? And I was going, well, I might as well stick with a Chicago team. And I kind of looked into it a bit more and went, do you know what? Wrigley Field, that whole area, I'm going to go with the Cubs. And obviously that worked out well about 12 years later when they won the <laughs> It was the first team I actually saw, a team I support, win something that I can remember. <laughs> Obviously, I, I saw the Bears, but it was so long ago. I was seven years old, I could barely remember it. But I remember that. I remember sitting up at five o'clock in the morning, again, screaming the house down when, when uh, Rizzo just got that out on first. Good. Good man. You picked the, you picked the right Chicago team, Dan. I did. Okay, yeah, yes. good job. And Bill, Bill's going to say no. Title, but... You would have had a quicker yeah. title with the White Sox. You would have been... Although yeah, you actually... I was in I was in America for when the, I just remembered actually I was in San Diego when the when the White Sox won. Oh, I remember that actually, but yeah, no, but like I just whatever reason, it just the Cubs yeah, kind of appeared but, to me. One in in the in their kind of their run up to their um, to their World Series win, my favorite player was Arietta. I loved Jake Arietta. Yeah, and that's when when I got my jersey, I got a Jake Arietta World Series jersey. My friend Simon, who's a Niners fan, he's also a Cubs fan because he spent. A summer in Chicago, uh, doing on a J one, which is a student visa, basically working over there. He's a he got a Chris Bryant jersey, I remember. Who probably won't be at the at the Cubs any much longer. No, he'll need a new jersey soon enough. But uh, yeah, okay, well, I'm I'm happy to hear that. This is this 
this segment's always filled with Sox fans, so I'm finally yes. happy that we got a we got a fellow Cubs fan on here. There we go, the W. W. Oh, w. Man. Perfect. Perfect. But that's why I get asked all the time because I've got a W in the window in the front of my house, and people are like, "What the hell is that about?" And I'm like, oh, "Don't worry about it. It takes too long to explain." That's true. You kind of have a Jake Arietta beard going on, actually. It looked like yes, it's it's Jake. certainly gotten a lot a uh, lot more gray than I remember. <laughs> I love it. Well, any other questions for our new friend Darren there, Dan Doinks? No, this has been great, man. What? How, how about this? Give us a final prediction for Bears' uh, record at the end of the year. Well, we're five and six. Uh, I I see us winning two more, to be perfectly honest with you. I think we'll beat Detroit, and I think we'll beat the Jags. I, I don't know if we're going to win any others. I know it sounds absolutely horrendous, but I don't know if we're going to win any others. No, that's, that that may be let, optimistic. I'll tell you what. 10 and 6. We'll run the tables. <laughs> 10 and 6. We'll sneak into the eighth spot in the, in the playoffs. And then we'll, you know, we'll beat someone in the playoffs. Unlikely, oh. but you never know. But hey. I'd say, honestly, probably I see us beating Detroit this weekend because they're a dumpster fire and the Jags are rubbish as well. So, um, yeah, I think, unfortunately, I'd, I would like, you know, I think it's time for them to look at it and kind of maybe move on from a few of the head coaches and move around from some of the, the heads who I don't think have really, you know, been very good. Like, I, you, Ryan Pace, you look at him and go, okay, you pick Trubisky. You go, well, you, gotta, you like his conviction. He believed Trubisky was, you know, the next, you know, next calling, but he wasn't. But, you know, he believed he was. I didn't like that he traded up for him, but you're going to go, okay, right, you go with it. You go with Trubisky, there you go. Who knows? You never know because the Jets lost to try and get Sam Darnold and he looks terrible. You know, they, they tank the season. So you just never know. But his other choices, like Glennon, oh, Foles, you know, he just he doesn't, uh, he, he just can't evaluate a quarterback, I don't think so. And unfortunately, it's quite an important position, as you know. Yeah, that's a problem. Your GM doesn't yeah. know what a quarterback looks like. No. Probably shouldn't be around any longer. Yes. No, you don't think he should. No. no, no. Well, this has been fun, Darren. Thank you. Yeah. Oh, thanks for asking me, guys. I really appreciate it. It's been good, crack. And really enjoyed the pod. I mean, I was sitting, I won't lie to you, a couple of months ago, didn't even know it existed. Then some stalker uh, followed me on Facebook and I was going, what's this zero dunks? And then I looked into it and I saw it. Oh, look. And it brought me to you. So I'm glad it did because I've really enjoyed the pod over the last last few weeks. And I must start going back through your, um, look, listening back over the last ones as well. I haven't quite got to that. Well, we we appreciate it, Darren, and and uh, you know you've you've brought our Irish numbers up huge, so we appreciate yes. it. I'm I'm spreading the word. I've been telling as many people as I can. I don't see many Bears fans, but if I do see any, I will certainly pass on the word that well, they should be listening. Thank you, and I'm sure if if there's anybody that's into clowns, that's also a, a, a key demographic. We do talk <laughs> a lot about clowns. Unfortunately. That's <laughs> So thank you, Darren. This has been Fans and Eggs in Ireland, Darren in Dublin. Thank you so much.
right, let's close this motherfucker out. I had to whisper because I'm still sitting in my office and someone just came waltzing by. Don't tell anybody. Shush, 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 shush. I think that's... It's our little secret. I think that's how people shush, right? Uh, all right, let's wrap this up. We don't have to keep it long. I don't I don't know. Bears, you're, the, you're the worst, Bears. Gophers suck, except for Gophers hoops. Final four against the Illini. We will murder each other. Rick Pitino Jr., play Hunt Conroy more, please, for the love of God. He brought his high school team to a 50, 500 record, 42 and 42. Okay. All right, Bill. So today it was announced that the Sun Bowl will not be played this year for the first time since 1935. Yes. I, I'm heartbroken about that. I don't, I'm not sure if you knew this, but your old pal Dan was a part of the 1999 Sun Bowl. No, no did yep, not know that. I redshirted my ass off. And so I sat on the sidelines. So the Sun Bowl has a soft place in my heart. But here's the thing, Bill. They have a new sponsor. Maybe there was, I don't know how new it is. But uh, just casually mentioned in the article I was reading about the cancellation, it is now known as the Tony the Tiger Sun Bowl. How, how, how is that possible? Why? He's not a product. He's not a right? product. He's a cartoon character. Why don't we have like? Right. Uh, I'm just spitballing here. The 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 Little Caesars cock bowl. Uh, Watching. Wait, there is a Little Caesars bowl. Was that the Detroit? There is. Was that the Detroit one. Yeah. At least. Yeah. It might still be. But you're just you're zeroing in on the the underpants. Yeah. Tr- yes. That's exactly where I was going. Uh, any thoughts on Tony the Tiger sponsoring a bowl game? No, but what I can tell you, Dan, is the fact that it's canceled is not great. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> why, why didn't I see that coming? So that's so. I'm, so I'm I'm unhappy about it for a number of reasons. First of all, the fact that it's special meaning in your cockles, I feel bad for you. So I apologize on behalf of the Sun Bowl and Tony the Tiger. I'm as an Illinois football fan. I'm also upset because we're running out of options for bowl games. So um, so selfishly, I'm I'm upset. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that, buddy. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. literally all I had today for the outro. It's, I I was so stunned to see Tony the Tiger, and it was mentioned multiple yeah. times as if the article, as if the author of this article wasn't continually writing, Tony the Tiger, Tony the Tiger, <laughs> Tony the Tiger, oh, how sad, Tony the Tiger, Sutton Bowl is canceled. That's so weird. I, yeah, why would you, I know I'm trying to think of like another example of what you would do. Well, maybe just make it Frosted Flakes. Isn't he the Frosted Flakes right. guy? Well, Frosted, yeah. Is it? Is there a problem? Frosted Flakes Sun Bowl. Frosted Flakes Sun Bowl. No. Kellogg's? Kellogg's Sun Bowl. That sounds classy. Yeah, it's a business school and you slap it in a bowl. Yeah, exactly. What came first, the business school or the cereal company? The egg. That's what came first. <laughs> nope, definitely the golden cock came first. That's true. 
Congratulations for to another Bears offensive player for getting that award second time this year with David Montgomery. That's exciting. Dan, this has been one of the most uncomfortable episodes we've ever done in terms of recording since we've been in an office building dodging people all day long while also possibly wagering on some games during the day too it's it's been a day it has and it's been a real weird day i'm and i'm sorry if this sounds weird i feel like i'm whispering right now but it is justified and it's been great thank you so much to darren and dublin you were an awesome egg we've got your brother from another mother anthony next week in cork we talked to him today he's hilarious too I just, this show brings me so much joy, and I'm sh- I, I hope that it brings you joy at home or in your car, wherever the hell you listen to this garbage podcast. Thank you so much for doing so. Yes, thank you guys for listening. This is really the only thing I have I have left in the spare season is this podcast. I mean, otherwise I would probably just shut it down completely and move into bulls mode. That's true. Uh, and... I don't know about you, Dan, but I can't wait to jump on the interwebs and get a lifetime subscription to the Muff Diving Club. Can't wait. I might get a Muff Diving Club tattoo. Can't wait. Right next to the Italian menu on the small of your back. La Marinara. La Marinara. Never forget (laughs) it. That's right. This has been Zero Dykes. Thank you, everybody. See you next week. Go Bears. Go home, Pace. Got his knuckles bruised.
closed, but Pace waited in back. Ignored Deshaun, and he told me, son, Mitch is the chosen one, like a hobo on crack. If Nagy and Pace decide that they both are satisfied, few achievements known, but their careers have climbed. If there's no chance of scoring and the red zone stark, then I'll follow you into the dark. In year three, we saw everything to see. A playbook that he can't read. Could he even tie his own shoes? We're worn down. The time for Nick is now. But it's nothing to cheer about. Cause we'll lose again soon. With the play calling buffoon. Into the dark.